What's up, beautiful people? Is your girl Amber Jones, and we are back with episode six of the revival Faith, Justice, and Culture for the Now Generation. I'm so excited to be back here with you all. It has been such a time this month. Whew, it's like March came in with a full whirlwind attached to it. Um, so much has been happening in my life, and I wanted to actually take this opportunity to really try to live out the values that I desired and aspire to have in my life and not do what I was intentionally wanting to do was bring on a guest and have a full-fledged episode and have a deep conversation, um, but to really listen to my body, to really listen to my spirit, my mind right now, and to invite us into a conversation about rest. Um, yes, <laughs> those those four letters, R-E-S-T. I want to invite us into a brief conversation about rest because I am trying to recommit myself to an ethic of rest in my own life. And part of practicing that is not to have an hour, 90 minute long episode. We're going to have a brief one for you all today. But I just want to share um, and just be transparent. Um, this year, the year 2022 has been very um, challenging. It's been full of great things that are happening in my life, um, amazing opportunities to just live in the calling that God has for me to step into new seasons. Um, I just bought a house <laughs> and I just moved into my home and I'm just so, so excited to be in this new journey in my life and be a part of the community that I purchased my home in and to really um, extend out my ministry um, extend out just my relationships um, into a new way into being a neighbor. Excited for all those things. And I am dog tired, y'all. <laughs> like super tired, <laughs> super tired. It's been such a challenge trying to preserve rest in my daily schedule. I haven't had a problem staying in communion with God, um, talking to God. Uh, having devotional time with God, that's not the issue. I have just had a hard time just not doing anything. I have had a hard time just sitting down. Um, and when I do sit down or when I do um, quote unquote rest, it's not really in the type of rest that rejuvenates you, renews you, restores you. It's the type of rest where you're just exhausted. You just need some sleep. <laughs> um, and it, it allows you to get into your next day. So I've just been struggling um, with rest and especially in the midst of purchasing my home and then doing all the necessary projects to move into my home. Um, I have just been just exhausted to the point where I'm, I'm actually feeling it in my body. Um, my back is very tense and sore um, and it's, it's not the kind of tension that goes away overnight. I have to really be now intentional about how I take care of my body, how I move, how I sit, how I um, stand and walk. Like I have to be very intentional about those things now. Um, I guess that's aging coming for me soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a challenge. It's been a real challenge. And um, I've also seen how a lack of rest affects my mind. Um, when you are stressed, when you are under um, difficult just energies and circumstances. I'm in a very challenging field in my work, in my workplace. 
Um, and that can also really impact how I interact with stress. Um, I realize that it has a very negative impact on my mind. Um, and if I am not being intentional about checking my thoughts, if I'm not being intentional about um, really trying to be thoughtful about how I speak my words in the midst of even all of the challenging aspects of what I encounter on a daily basis, the frustrating things, the soul-crushing things, um, and how it's impacting my community. Um, if I'm not being intentional about how I think and in turn how I speak, it just continues to keep me in a perpetual state of stress and unrest within my own self. And God has really been checking me over the last couple weeks now to really recommit, recommit to a space of rest. And I think this is a good time to do that. And I really want to encourage us all to really take a litmus test. We are in the Lent season. This is the season um, in the 40 days leading up to the, um, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And this is typically a season where the, the Christian church around the world really recommits to a season of renewal, of refreshing. Um, people typically fast and pray, study the scriptures, read the gospels, um, really focus on the life of Jesus. And what I think is so incredibly important as I'm in this one season, I'm thinking a lot about rest and renewal, is that we, at least I, I hope you do too, but we serve a God who is very much committed to rest very much committed to retreat, very much committed to ensuring that in all of the amazing, miraculous work that he has done on this earth, that he had enough time to really step away, to really be in intimate space with God, um, and to also like really check his mind, check his thoughts, um, and strengthen his mind and his thoughts, and also take care of his body. Um, obviously, we look at the scriptures in Genesis, and Genesis talks about how God created the heavens and the earth and everything within it, and then he rested. And that was a choice. That was a choice that he made, that in his infinite power, infinite authority, he also was a God that rests. And I think I had a, a post a, a little while back, like how arrogant can we be that we think that we don't need to rest when, or that we don't think there's enough hours in the day where God literally created time for us to live in. And in that time, he also demonstrated that there was time to rest in the midst of work. Like how arrogant can we be? Like, there is enough time. Sometimes we think there is enough time, but there is surely enough time because God created. So that's one thing. Um, I think another thing too, as we look to the life of Jesus, Jesus did such miraculous things on this earth in the short time that he was here. And he was constantly resting, constantly retreating. He was sleeping on a boat <laughs> in the midst of a storm. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> And everybody was freaking out. He was chilling. Like, I don't know. I don't understand what the issue is. I don't know why you're so worried. He was sleeping in the midst of chaos, right? He was resting in the midst of unrest. Um, ooh, that's a word right there. Somebody got to tweet that out. <laughs> he was resting in the midst of unrest. His spirit was so much at peace and at rest that he could literally 
maintain that in the midst of unrest. And we need to be thinking about as Christians, especially in the times that we're in, we're seeing war in Ukraine against with Russia. We continue to see um, domestic conflicts in our own country. Um, we, we, we live through an unrest, a civil unrest in our own backyard. And yet God has still called us to be spaces and oases of rest in the midst of unrest. And so I think it's just so incredibly important in this time um, for us as a people, as a, as a body of Christ, to really be cultivating an energy, um, cultivating a philosophy of rest um, that is so much more than just sleeping or taking the day off. It's about how are we constructing that in our minds? How are we constructing that in our spirits? Um, how are we really making sure that we take space um, for ourselves, um, knowing that as we take space for ourselves, we're taking space for our communities, we're taking space for our ministries, we're taking space for our families, we're taking space for our workplaces, we're taking space for our neighborhoods. Um, so all of this is just so incredibly important. Um, in addition, um, I'm so grateful for my pastor, Reverend Ron Bell at Camphor uh, Memorial United Methodist Church. He had a sermon this past uh, Sunday, and I will link it to you all for you all to check it out in the show notes. But he talked about how the pro there's a process to the promises of God. Um, and he was preaching from Jeremiah 29. Um, and obviously in, in verse 11, Jeremiah 29 talks about, you know, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper, give you hope in the future. But if we look in context to scripture, right, if we want to be faithful readers of the word, the passages beforehand give us a process to get to that promise. Um, and as he taught, now I want to, you know, go all the way into it because I want you to go watch it. <laughs> but he taught that first and foremost of that process is rest. And then he said it was wellness, taking care of our bodies, eating well. And then also it talked about how we should um, take care of our families, take care of our community, be in communion with our community, our family, um, and take care of our homes. Um, and then it's also talked about um, how we are to pray and to intercede for those who are even even uh, placing bondage over us, our adversaries, which I think, whew, that's a whole nother thing. We don't have time to talk about that today. We just don't. <laughs> and then we are able to pray um, in for ourselves and what we're trying to position God for. And what I think is so incredibly empowering about that process is that, and I've seen it in my own life, when I know I am well-rested, when I know that I'm taking care of my body, when I'm spending good time with my family, my community, while I'm deeply in prayer, not just for um, those I love, but for my adversaries, um, that strengthens my prayer life. That strengthens my relationship with God. That allows my time with God, my communion with God to be that much more um, powerful and deeply connected to him. And so if anything, um, rest, is an ethic of rest is so important just to be able to have meaningful time with God. Because you ain't going to be so stressed out about everything else. You'll be in alignment. You'll be in the right space by my spirit in alignment and better able to be in his presence and in commune with him. 
So I don't want to take up much more time because like I said, I'm trying to rest. So I'm trying to deliver this teaching for you all, start this conversation, and then be on my merry way and take care of myself, okay? (laughs) But I just want to um, close um, finally with this devotional that I actually had to teach on. Funny story. (laughs) I woke up, so we do devotionals, um, a group of us women, several days in the week, and I woke up one morning, and um, the leader for that day, uh, she actually uh, had to... Um, take a step back for the morning and ask me to put together a teaching so that she could rest. And so I was, you know, very grateful to oblige and to help her out. And this was in the midst of me struggling <laughs> with my own um, commitment to rest, right? And the devotional for this day uh, was actually one on rest. And I was like, okay, God, slap box me. Why don't you... <laughs> Tell me about myself. And so I love how sometimes God puts us in a position to teach on something that we are struggling with as a push to recommit us to that thing, to that very teaching. And so I just want to share with you um, the actual uh, verbatim devotional before we close. It's from Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. This is like one of the top devotionals out there. And I just thought it was a very beautiful devotional. I'm going to try my best not give any other commentary at the end. And then um, I will leave you until April for episode seven. So it reads, rest in my radiant presence. The world around you seems to spin faster and faster till everything is a blur. Yet there is a cushion of calm at the center of your life where you live in union with me. Return to this soothing center as often as you can, for this is where you are energized, filled with my love, joy, and peace. The world is a needy place. Do not go there for sustenance. Instead, come to me. Learn to depend on me alone, and your weakness will become saturated with my power. When you find completeness in me, You can help other people without using them to meet your own needs. Live in the light of my presence and your light will shine brightly into the lives of others. And I will share one of the scriptures from 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Mm. I just love this devotional so much. I love how it just calls me back to the center in God where I find my rest in the midst of a fast-paced world. So I just want to call this onto you. I want to place this onto you to really think about how you can incorporate rest back into your life. How can you make sure you are taking time to specifically do nothing? (laughs) How are you taking care of your body? Have you done a body scan? Have you gotten in touch with your breath? Have you stretched? Have you moved sometime today? How can you incorporate fresh food, drink water back into your routine? Even if you can't cook all the time, there are healthy alternatives that you can try and incorporate into your life. How are you making sure you're spending time with your loved ones? Even a phone call can go a long way or a quick text. Make sure that you are incorporating these things in your life. 
We need this, especially for those who are engaged in justice work. This beats us down. Justice work beats our bodies down, beats our spirits down, beats our minds down all the time. And the only way that we can sustain ourselves is to become an oasis of rest in the midst of unrest. An oasis of rest in the midst of unrest. So I thank you all for your time. We will be back in a couple of weeks for episode seven. We're almost to the end, y'all. We are almost to the end of season one. I'm so geeked. <laughs> so thank you all. I love you all. Make sure that you are subscribed to The Revival. If this is your first time listening, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Revival TC Pod. That's The Revival TC as in Twin Cities Pod. And also you can follow us on Facebook at The Revival TC. All right. See y'all. Love y'all so much. Peace. The views or opinions expressed by this platform are personal and belong solely to the host and its guests and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the host may or may not be associated with in professional personal